This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 476, How to Own Your IELTS Speaking Part 3. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll hear sample answers for speaking part three questions about inventors and learn how to be as flexible as a native in your own responses before your IELTS exam. Hey, Lindsay, what's going on out there in sunny Boston? Yeah, usually Sunny and Boston are not associated together in the same sentence, but this week they are. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's going well. It's going well. Let's see, this episode's coming out the last week in October. So we are we just finished up the Boston adventure. Super excited about that. Guys, if you don't know anything about that, you can go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash Boston to learn about that adventure. And we're going to be posting new dates for the uh, spring trips very soon, guys. So yes. Ooh, spring will be it's so beautiful. Aren't oh, there like yes. cherry blossoms out there? Or no, is that just Washington, D.C.? My East that's Coast knowledge is terrible. Yeah, okay. that, that's Washington, D.C. But there's <laughs> lots of good stuff in the springtime in Boston, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to uh, improve my East Coast knowledge uh, <laughs> very soon. Okay. Yep. So, <laughs> um, so, guys, we realized we haven't given you any uh, sample speaking part three answers in a little while. Um, mm-hmm. I have done a couple on our YouTube videos, though. So come back to the blog, IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and search Sample Part 3 um, because there are some some recent ones there. But on the podcast, I mean, this is a whole different context. I think there will be other brainstorming ideas that come up as Lindsay and I do this together. So um, the topic today is inventions. <laughs> mm, I like that. Inventions. And, you know, this concept of an invention can, you know, when when we think of invention, we think of just like the light bulb and like kind of old school stuff, but it could be modern things too, right, Jessica? I mean, recent programs that were just developed in the last 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. So um, really the first thing that comes to mind, right? So guys, remember, there's no wrong answer. Um, I was just working with a student yesterday in the personal coach package. And that was really the biggest part of that lesson is that um, Mm. just to convince him that there's no right answer, you know, and I think, I think guys, um, what really holds you up as far as anxiety, especially in part three, when the questions seem tougher, more challenging, is that you're worried about answering correctly, right? Um, yeah. there's, there's no correct answer, guys. So just just practice yeah. the fluency. First thing you think of, that's what you talk about. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we touched on this topic when we did a sample uh, episode on like world history or something like that back maybe a year yes. ago. And I remember it was a little intimidating because we were we were thinking we had to go back into world history, World War Two, but it could just be things that happened last year in politics. You know what I mean? That's world history. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Whatever is top of mind. I love that strategy. I think uh, I'll definitely link back to that in uh, the blog post for this episode, guys. Come back to IELTS.org allearsenglish.com and search for episode 476 um, because that's, I remember, I think I talked about like OJ Simpson or something in that episode. So that's definitely a great one for expanding your knowledge, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, for like being Mm -hmm. more flexible in your answer. So um, last week we did a really cool episode about sample brainstorms for future household tech. Um, and remember, guys, the topic for speaking part three will connect to the speaking part two question. So we're sort of doing a follow up on that today. If you're asked about like to describe um, a piece of tech, right, a device of some sort, you mm-hmm. could totally be asked about inventions or other devices in mm-hmm. part three. So yeah. This is a follow-up episode. (laughs) Mm, I like it. I like it. So, Lindsay, what are we trying to do in part three? What are we, what's our goal as like a successful IELTS candidate in speaking part three? So in speaking part part three, it seems to me that we want to sound, use a little bit more high-level vocabulary. Is that right? We want to kind of up our game. Yes, exactly. So um, we want to be appropriate as the questions get, um, as the questions level up, so does the way you communicate. <laughs> um, so linking words, specific ideas, a few higher level phrases. Those are our yeah. goals. Um, mm. Okay, so I'm going to ask you first. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay. okay. Um, Lindsay, are there any famous inventors from your country? <laughs> Well, I'd be happy to talk about that. So speaking of inventors, what's top of mind for me these days is Mark Zuckerberg, because we're planning our Boston adventure here. And Mark Zuckerberg is from Boston, from the city of Boston. Facebook was invented by Mark Zuckerberg here in a in a Harvard University dormitory. And I think that he made a gigantic contribution to the world of business and to connect our world together as a global community. So yes, he's an important inventor coming from the United States. Um, a couple things I loved about that answer. So you started with, I'd be happy to talk about that. I love it. <laughs> um, cause that's the other thing that I, that I practiced with this student was, um, sort of how to give yourself a little more time to think. What are some formal yes. ways we could, um, like not only formal, but natural ways we could yes. introduce our answer. So like, I know you're worried about coming up with ideas and right or wrong ideas. Um, but that's a good way to give yourself a few extra seconds, right? So that was really good. Um, And also your choice, right? Like we talked about, be flexible. So maybe the first thing that comes to my mind is Thomas Edison, but I couldn't talk about him yeah, With what are you going to say, right? <laughs> yeah, what? I don't exactly. know. I, it's, I, maybe I should know more, but I don't. So yeah. like, but Mark Zuckerberg, like he's in the news right now. There's yes. like talk, like the Russia investigation. Um, yes. He just did a, like a road trip, like national tour thing. Like there's yeah. so much you could say by starting with that inventor. 
Yeah, no, that's huge. And the whole throughout the whole um, answer, I felt like I had a handle on it because I felt confident because I, I've you know I've seen the movie The Social Network. I know the university where where uh, the Facebook was developed, and I just have a handle on it better than I would of Thomas Edison or you know even any other kind of inventor from you know the 1900s, for example. Exactly, exactly. Um, so okay, uh, I'll do the next question. Okay, so here we go, Jessica. So are there characteristics that make someone a good inventor? Oh, wow. That's an awesome question. I mean, I guess I've never thought about inventors from that perspective, but there have to be. There have to be things in common that they have. I would think one of the major ones would just be the willingness to take risks, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you're not willing to put yourself out there to risk not only your own money, maybe like squander a squander a personal fortune. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you're not willing to to put yourself out there in Mm -hmm. um, every respect, you're not going to be successful. So I guess that would be the major characteristic. Yeah, I love it. I like how you honed in on one topic and then you expanded. Like it wasn't like you were listing a bunch of characteristics. Instead, you said it's the willingness to take risks. And here's why. I feel like that made your answer like a bit more uh, smooth. Um, and I like I like the squander the personal fortune. Mm. I like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't hear that. But that's a good word. I love that word squander. Good one. Good one. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, that's a, it's it's also fun to say. Um, all right, so Lindsay, I'm gonna ask you the last one here, um, and this could be yeah. so. Also, guys, remember that in speaking part three, the examiner can sort of create a discussion, right? So yeah. after like that answer, I think a logical next question would be: um, so taking risks, right? Mm. That's it could be a positive characteristic. Do you think this is something we could teach children? I do think it's something we could teach children. I think that we could teach children to see the world in a way of, you know, identifying what's not here that we think should exist and to go out and make it happen. And in order to do that, we need to take a risk. I remember listening to a podcast where I I met someone through the podcast who had created her own school when she was like 13 along, you know, in New York City. She had been going to a traditional public school and it just didn't have what she needed and what she wanted. So she got together with a bunch of friends and parents. They created their own school. And this kind of thing is a risk, you know, financially and academically but it can it can be taught this willingness to go out and create what's not there can be taught in children absolutely 100% that was awesome i feel like guys you could probably hear the difference between like lindsay like uh, in that answer, like in the intonation, maybe a difference between the first answer and the second answer, because Mm. talking about Mark Zuckerberg is one thing, but then talking Mm -hmm. about something as personal to you as having an entrepreneurial spirit with (laughs) education, like these are your two passions. So like (laughs) I could definitely hear more energy in your voice in that second answer, you know? Yeah. So guys, like don't never be afraid to let your passions come through. If you feel, if you have feelings, about mm-hmm. anything that you're discussing on the IELTS exam, you need to to let those come through for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, that's true. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. And and we can't always control what question we get. But again, we can control the direction we take that question in. We can control how we interpret inventor or how we interpret, yes. um, you know, the concepts. It doesn't have to be about these old historical things that we don't know about. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll also link to an episode we did about museums because that's another one that freaks people out. It doesn't have to be the Louvre. It doesn't have to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, whatever art museum you're thinking of. Um, it could be a children's museum, a science museum, uh, an yeah. Elvis museum. <laughs> Wax like, museum, whatever yeah. it is. Then. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel like yeah, I also think that the more offbeat your answer is, the more interesting you're going to be. I mean, totally. maybe that's not directly affected in your score, but it could come out in your tone of voice, like we just said. And it's also going to make the examiner smile. Like if you talk about a wax museum or I don't know, a right? museum of anything, plants or something really random, it's going to be funny and fun. Exactly. And guys, I mean, like I said, there's no wrong answer, but there could be a better answer than another one, right? So if you're giving the same answer as everyone else, that's not better. That is the same. That's band score six. However, if you're talking about um, kissing John Lennon's wax figure at Madame Tussauds, (laughs) real thing, that did happen because I love him, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you're talking about that, like you're definitely going to stand out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. So the point is like make this exam your own for that seven or higher, right? Make exactly. it your own. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, exactly. I think, guys, the article for this episode is going to be really useful because I'm going to link to a lot of other stuff, a lot of resources that also um, exhibit how to be flexible in your approach to these questions. But if you want all the strategies that are directly connected to the scoring system for fluency and coherence, vocab, pronunciation, if you want all the strategies to give the examiner what she or he must hear to get that seven or higher, just get into the course, guys. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Yes. Awesome. Very well said. And this has been a good episode, guys. Speaking part three doesn't have to be so scary, right? Just get in the practice, get the strategies that you need and prepare and you will be able to handle it. Oh, it'll be fun. It's fun. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, Jessica, we will see you back on the show next week. Thanks for hanging out. It's been fun. All right. My pleasure. Bye, Lindsay. All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.